I'm very glad to be here as your new rector at St. Mark's. From the beginning of this search process, my wife Kristen and I wanted to come here. We looked at the parish profile and we agreed that the St. Mark's looked like the place for us. And then we met with members of the search committee and liked them a lot. And, uh, and uh, felt very comfortable with them and thought that St. Mark's would be a great home for us and for our family. And then coming here and seeing Bay City and meeting more folks from St. Mark's confirmed everything that we had been feeling. We felt very much at home since we have been here about a week and a half ago. This has been a rather big shift for us coming from the hugeness of Houston. I grew up there. Kristen grew up just outside of Philly. Uh, I was in Austin and Alexandria, Virginia, near D.C., and then back to Houston. So hugeness of Houston and then coming to Bay City, it's been a big change, and we couldn't be happier with it. <laughs> Our four-year-old Noah is enjoying his days in pre-K now at Holy Cross, where he just started. And Reese, our two-year-old, is enjoying some mommy time at home that he's never really had, just getting to be with Kristen alone in the mornings. Um, so he's really enjoying that for right now. Kristen's also a priest and was working at full-time at Palmer for five years in Houston and then half-time at Epiphany for the last two years. And so she's enjoying getting to be a full-time mom for a little while and still then getting to do some supply work on Sundays, and you'll get to hear her preach and uh, fill in here from time to time as well. So we're looking forward to many years here in Bay City and becoming a part of this wonderful family here at St. Mark's. As I said earlier, we've the folks that we've met have been warm and loving, and we have been overwhelmed by the generosity of everyone we have known and uh, the love that we and support we have been given. Before we even got here, we heard about what great people are here at St. Mark's and of your willingness to roll up your sleeves for the work of the gospel. St. Mark's was, was described basically as a community of love that is excited about the gospel and that lives out the gospel life, the gospel life for the sake of others and for the sake of this community. That's how I heard St. Mark's described, and that's how I've experienced St. Mark's, and that is the kind of community that Jesus had in mind when he started his church. We heard some of Jesus' thoughts on what he wanted his church to be in the passage that, that we heard today from Mark. Now, we largely heard this laundry list of kind of things not to do. So basically, don't be evil or hurtful. Um, no theft, murder, wickedness, all of that. Um, but beyond a list of what Jesus wanted, wants us not to do, Jesus envisioned a community that was deeply religious and a community that remembered why it was deeply religious. Quoting from Isaiah 29.13, Jesus said, This people honors me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. In vain do they worship me, teaching human precepts as doctrines. Much of Israel in Isaiah's time and in Jesus' time was deeply religious. They followed many of the religious practices that they were supposed to follow, and they observed the various laws and fasts and feasts and regulations. But much of the focus or the point of these practices seems to have been lost. As Isaiah wrote, Why do we fast, but you do not see? Why humble ourselves, but you do not notice? Look, you serve your own interest on your fast day and oppress all your workers. Such fasting as you do today will not make your voice heard on high. Is not this the fast that I choose, to loose the bonds of injustice, 
to undo the thongs of the yoke, to let the oppressed go free and to break every yoke? The point of the religious practices of Israel was not simply to make Israel righteous by doing all of the correct religious things. The point of the religious practice of Israel was to form Israel as a people who loved God and loved their neighbor. And so the point of religion for Jesus, too, was to form his church as a people who loved God and loved their neighbors. There was a video on YouTube that went viral about a year ago, which was titled, Why I Love Jesus But Hate Religion. And the speaker was basically going on this rant against organized religion, claiming that Jesus sets us free from the oppressive rules of religion. And he claimed that Jesus hated religion. And the gospel passages, like the one we read today, lead some people to believe that Jesus did hate religion. On the contrary, Jesus was deeply religious. Praying constantly, observing Sabbaths, observing Passover, observing many of the, of the Jewish law, observing all of the Jewish law and tradition. Jesus just wasn't overly fond of religion that was practiced in a way that didn't change people's hearts and actions to be loving toward God and others and themselves. The man in the YouTube video, Why I Love God But Hate Religion, had previously practiced a religion that didn't change his heart. He was a Christian, and he went to church on Sunday, and he played the part while he was there. But then he was out sleeping around and doing drugs the rest of the week. So then he had an encounter with Jesus, and that changed his life. And he stopped living the kind of life that Jesus preached against in today's gospel and started living well. And he started honoring God and honoring those around him. Unfortunately, he also drew an incorrect conclusion, that religion is bad, rather than the fact that he was not overly good at practicing his religion before. James today tells us that we should be doers of the word and not merely hearers who deceive themselves. We should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to anger. And James continues, if any think they are religious, and do not bridle their tongues, but deceive their hearts, their religion is worthless. The portion of, portion of James we read is almost a commentary on the gospel story for today. The Pharisees were the religious elite of first century Judaism. They knew the law of God, and they kept every bit of it. At least all of the religious parts of the law. But their religion did not change their hearts to be more loving toward their neighbors. The kind of religion Jesus envisioned gives us help from God to change our hearts, to connect to God and to seek power greater than we have in ourselves to heal us. Then our religion leads us to go and do for others what has been done for us, to heal the hurts of the world. If our religion only makes us feel better about ourselves and doesn't lead us to help soothe the suffering of the world, then we are deceiving our hearts. If we're truly going to change our hearts, we then go and serve others. As James wrote, every generous act of giving with every perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of lights, with whom there is no variation or shadow due to change. In fulfillment of his own purpose, he gave us birth by the word of truth, so that we would become a kind of first fruits of his creatures. 
As members of Jesus' church, we are those first fruits, sent by Jesus to help heal the world. Here at St. Mark's, there is a long history of practicing the kind of religion Jesus had in mind. A religion that connects us to God and heals us and grants us generous acts of giving. St. Mark's is a place and a people for whom religion does change our hearts to love God and love our neighbors. And so I thank you for calling me and my family to be a part of the life of this family at St. Mark's. And I look forward to many years to come as we live out this gospel life together. Amen.